This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, my friends, what's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the Learn Jazz Standards podcast, where I'm answering your jazz and music-related questions five days out of the week to help you learn how to play jazz, to help you feel more confident, to have more fun than ever playing music. I mean, that's what I'm all about, and I just love it when other musicians are able to feel that joy of playing great solos and improvising and getting up at jam sessions. And that's the kind of transformation I'm into. So excited to be here. We have a great question today. This one is from Marlene, who's one of our Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle members. And she asked this, what are ghost notes? I've heard this term used before when talking about soloing, but don't understand the concept. All right. Great question, Marlene. So what are ghost notes? So just to kind of start with a definition of a ghost note, ghost notes are really common in jazz improvisation. And really ghost notes are, I like to say that they're less of an intentional thing that an improviser might do, but kind of just more of a style and a phrasing thing that they'll do. A ghost note by definition is when you are omitting a note that is implied in a jazz line. So in other words, it's almost like it's say you had a piece of notation written out and it had a very specific musical line you're supposed to play over the course of a couple of measures or so, but you're intentionally not playing one of those notes. It's more felt then it's actually heard. I think that's the best way to describe the idea or the feeling of ghost notes. You know, it's almost like if you were a listener, you sort of just assume that the note's there subconsciously, even though it wasn't played. Here's a really good example. We have the uh, the jazz standard Scrapple from the Apple, right? That's a Charlie Parker head. It sounds like this. Okay, that's the beginning of the melody. I'll play it again. All right, so let's find the ghost note in this melody because there is actually a ghost note. So if I were to play the very beginning of this melody, okay, that's the notes. I'll play each one very slowly. When that melody is played in actuality, there's a ghost note, and it's this one. This note right here is usually played as a ghost note, meaning we don't actually play it. So instead, it sounds like this. 
Did you hear how I skipped that note? So here's it with the note again. Listen for this one again. Now I'm going to play it as a ghost note. See, I skipped it. Here it is with the actual note again. Again. Here it is as a ghost note. So it's just sort of like it's a felt note, but it's actually not heard, right? Now, when you listen to like Charlie Parker is a great example of this solo, you hear these happen all the time where a note is either not played or it's barely played, like just sort of like an afterthought, you know, pick up breath out note that doesn't actually, you know, sound very pronounced. And that's what a ghost note is. And my recommendation when thinking about ghost notes and improvisation is not necessarily to plan to play ghost notes because that's, in my opinion, not going to be the best expression of it. Ghost notes are just a result of playing and phrasing jazz in a certain style. And the best way to get great at playing, for example, bebop, which, yes, ghost notes can exist quite a bit in, is to go out and learn some Charlie Parker heads, like Scrapple from the Apple, like Confirmation, like Anthropology, like Blues for Alice, or go and learn parts of Charlie Parker solos or other bebop style or hard bop style musicians. If you learn their solos, you're actually learning how they phrase their jazz lines. Uh, And when we learn how to phrase, that's when we get that natural sense of ghost notes. Ghost notes are really just a way to describe something that's happening. It's like really any music theory. Music theory, you know, is just an explanation of something that you're hearing. It's a theory of what's happening. It's not we start with the theory and then go and create it. Like you absolutely can do that, right? You can take a scale and say, you can play this scale over a chord and then go out and use that as a practice tool. Nothing wrong about that, but it's just to be remembered that the result you're getting is, you know, something that sounds more like a scale being played over a chord. And the same is with ghost notes as well. It's like, if we're trying to plan out where to play the ghost notes, we're kind of missing some of the point here of creating great solos and improvising well and just playing off of instinct. And so when we learn jazz language by ear and we play and we improvise a lot, we start naturally just sort of playing like that. And to me, that's when ghost notes really come into play in jazz. All right, my friends, that's all for today's episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. And remember that a lot of practice time is not near as good as a little bit of practice that's really good. So Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. I don't want you to miss on the episode we have in coming out tomorrow. It's going to be a really good one. So I'll see you back then. Cheers and happy practicing. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. 
I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.